Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Matchit and the Other Guy. And as ever, Kevin and I are sitting outside my home on the banks of Lake Wiley in Charlotte, North Carolina. Kevin, how are you today? I'm fine, I'm fine. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much for asking. I never know the subject of our conversations. I've also never understood why we do it this way, but after 46 episodes, I don't suppose it's ever going to change If it now. ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. Hopefully, therefore, you do know what we're going to be talking about. Fortunately, yes. Fill us in. What are we talking about today? Well, kind of, kind of recently, you probably remember we've started a number of episodes with either three letters or, in the case of James Bond, three numbers. Okay. I'm going back to the three letters. Okay. S-N-L. Ah, well, this I'll tell you what, uh, yes, Saturday Night Live. Exactly. This is going to be very much a Kevin-heavy <laughs> episode here because I don't think we ever used to get it on the other side of it. Well, that was going to be part of my you know, in, investigative uh, part of this is how much of it uh, did you get, when did you start getting it, and uh, what was your introduction to it? Well, I, I, I've got to tell you, I, know, I, I am aware of it in the United States. I've probably seen three or four of them at tops, I would say. Really? Really? Yes. Um, it's never been... I've always been doing other things. And I think if I'd have been um, introduced to Saturday Night Live as a kid, I would have been addicted to it, as many people are. And I, I understand and appreciate it's a, it's a, it's a tremendous success and a, and a part of Americana. Uh, but I missed out on that. But I am nevertheless fascinated to hear your take on it. It's a little bit like MTV. Uh, and your association with MTV. Tell me why Saturday Night Live is, has become this cultural icon that it, that it has become. Well, I, iconic definitely comes to mind. Yeah. Um, it's been around, it'll be 50 years old in, what, four years? Okay. it started wow. in 75. Yeah. So to think that something like that's been around for nearly five decades yeah. is pretty amazing in its own right. And what a reflection of American culture it is weekly. Right. You know, it's it's on topic of what's going on that week in the in the country or yes. in the world, and no. given, giving in a in a comical way. But it definitely, it you know, people have people have said a lot of it has effect on presidential elections. You know, just yeah, the way I'm that sure. they portray or yeah. whatever the candidates during an during election year. Well, I, I'm going to suggest, and again, I, I've I've just explained that I have very little knowledge of it, but I'm going to suggest from my years in television, 20 years in American television, that you've, you've, you just answered your own question there when you said who would have thought it would have lasted so long and why it has been around so long. It's because, I would say, pop culture, which never goes out of style. Yeah, and it's, it's the, the it's same thing which, Yeah, it's the, it's the thing that keeps The Simpsons fresh, that keeps Family Guy fresh is... There's always something in the news for the next episode to to take on board, and yeah. in this case, mock or you know at least explore. Yeah, and, and I, when you're going live, literally, yeah, um, you can you know edit down to you know. I think they, I can tell you what they probably you know, it'd be a good piece of trivia to find out what was the story that they could turn around the fastest. Did something happen you know on Saturday evening? Yeah, that they actually said we can make this happen by 11:30. Have a skit ready, you know that type of thing. I bet it'd be I amazing bet, yeah. to see yeah. what yeah. they do. Well, if you've got brilliant, brilliant actors, comic actors, brilliant performers who are able to turn on a dime and become someone, I mean, great acting that I've always been told is about portraying emotion. If you can portray emotion, you're an actor, an actor, great actor, or an actress. Uh, I think if you've, got, if you've got a cast that can instantly become whoever is needed to be, 
president, vice president, doesn't matter, whatever, whatever character needs to be portrayed. Uh, I think you could get writers to come up with a skit fairly, fairly quickly. Yeah. Perhaps it's not going to be the most polished, terribly amusing sketch they've done, but I can, I bet they could turn it around pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's hard. You don't want to you you know with it even being around this this long, you don't don't want to say it evolved because it's really still the same general format it started with in '75. Yeah. But now we do have a fresh crop of actors that have come and gone. You know, you'll have this, you know, they say the era of, you know, whatever, you know, they'll say that cast or whatever. And then there, but then there's some that have carried on for, you know, well over 10 years and are just staples yes. of the show. Now, and, and, and educate me here then. Um, I know many people have had successful careers through their association with Saturday Night Live. But I've also heard that if you don't gel with the cast and crew, it, it can have absolutely the opposite effect. And oh, I'm sure. It's, it's over. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's many tales of that. I mean, there's yeah. de- there's definitely superstars that have come out of it. You know, yeah. your Will Ferrell's, your Adam Sandler's, oh gosh, Mike Myers. I mean, the yeah. list goes on. But then there's a lot of players that, you know, I may remember them in, you know, their era and stuff like that, but you can say what they're doing today to solve your life. So, yeah. And then some that were maybe on a season, you know? I'm not, I'm not sure what the shortest stint ever was. Yes. But... Uh, and again, I'm guessing that a lot of a lot of the names you've mentioned and a lot of other great names have a background in comedy and stand-up comedy. Most do. And there, and again, I think that's probably when we're talking about how quickly they can turn ske- sketches around. That's that training, isn't it? I would say it's that instant. Got to react to what the audience is doing. Don't do that, as they say. Play to the room or read the room, and if the room isn't liking the direction that you're jokes are leading you've got to change them and go somewhere else so it's, yeah. it's you've got to turn you've got to you've got to improvise you've got to move fast and i guess that's the secret of it yeah and then there's you know there's some that were, were writers that ended up didn't start off planning to ever be on camera and next thing you know they've they've moved them out onto camera and then they become part of the cast and yeah then they are found that they're very well received or very talented at doing something and uh, become a regular part of the on camera part of the evening Yes, and and so in terms of its longevity, the show has it never been off air for any period of time. It's I been don't it's been so. a constant yeah. from it's been for oh, fifty every, years. Every season. year there's been a season of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, wow. Now, and of course, they go on hiatus during the summer, like anybody. Yes, so there's there's reruns, you know, right now. Okay, um, and soon to come back. But it's, yeah, they run because they need breaks and stuff, just like everybody else. But yeah, they will run. Yeah, they've been running every season since '75. And of course, you know, there's there's ups and downs of you know some say you know the greatest era was the the early stuff with your Bill Murray, your yeah. John Belushi, your Dan Aykroyd, your Gilda Radner, um, all that. That's I remember it, but barely because you know you got to think I was when it when it launched I was six, so I generally wasn't watching it. I so little remember right. any of that late '70s kind of cultural icons talk at. at school yeah where somebody you know maybe they have an older sibling so they stay up with them and watch it my era that i remember really connecting with early on and where we would talk about it at school and you always didn't miss it was the early 80s and that was your eddie murphy your okay jim belushi yeah uh oh gosh uh julia Louise dreyfus um oh wow yeah, i think okay, who, sure, who, yeah. there's a you know, uh, brad hall i think was was in that era 
who uh, who's married Julie Louise Dreyfus to these day. To this yeah. Day. yeah. <laughs> um, well, there it is again. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry if I keep repeating myself, but I'm fascinated by what you're telling me, and I've always wondered about how these shows work. All all the actors, actresses, performers you've mentioned, they all seem naturally gifted to instantly change direction or become yeah. somebody else, like instantly, you know. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing. Well, yeah, all of those, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Lorne Michaels is the creator, and he gets a lot of credit. I think he's very immensely talented at finding talent yeah that that will gel and, and fit with with the group and the cast that he's got going and such like that um the irony is i think it's it's widely known that the worst year ever was the 86 season why was that it's i don't know i i think the i just maybe they had a bad dip in the writing but here's the irony during that time they had famous actors yeah. now they might have been part of the problem they had robert downey jr they had anthony michael hall they had uh, Joan Cusack. I think all those were part of that 86 yes. cast. And they had already been major or movie actors and actresses. But now, I, but isn't that more evidence of what we've just been discussing, that maybe these names that you've mentioned are not, they don't have that ability to change maybe on a not. dime. Yeah, maybe because they were so used to being on set where you've gotten multiple takes yeah. and such like that. Yeah, I it wonder, just, it could well be the case. Again, I'm learning from everything you're telling me, but my... My gut feeling is that is exactly perhaps the problem was that you're now you're now mentioning names that are well known for appearing in movies, appearing on the stage and multiple multiple takes and not having to move so fast. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Quite yeah. quite so. And there's there's throughout all the years there's definitely, you know, a couple of years where there maybe was a lull where things just weren't as good or something like that. And then, you know, all of a sudden they've changed the cast and boom, they get these iconic characters that are brought back. Yeah. Not every week, but maybe every couple of weeks that just then, then boom, it's just skyrocketing again. Yeah. Popularity because people want to see those, you know, repeated characters. And, and I wonder as well if when you have a particular group of performers together, you have great success from one group like you describe or not so much from another group is because like when any when any notable team come together they know to work in the same direction it's kind of an instinctive thing yeah and I'm, I'm i'm falling back you can probably sense this already i'm falling back on my service with benetton in formula one and i know that if you have the right people in the right team at the right time they will all help each other to advance in the same direction but what you don't want is to have one or two that believe they are a star. And there are a few designers, there are a few great leaders and strategists that want to expand the ability of everybody in the team. And there are others that simply can't do that and want to be recognized as the star designer or the star engineer. And it, it doesn't work in the same way. And I would, I would suggest that's exactly what is happening with different ensembles of, of characters of performers in in Saturday Night Live that when you get the right group together that want to hey you remember why don't you do that you're much better at doing that than I am you take that role and then everybody then everybody advances yeah I would say yeah I wouldn't be at all surprised at that yeah yeah because I mean in, in any in any given season any given year you are going to have the ones that are they're breaking out and then there's more of the support people yeah they're never they're just never going to be pulled out to do a major motion picture they're never going to be a leading man or leading woman in their own film um, but you know they'll stay for a, a few years and you know, a number of years sometimes 
and do great quality work. And yeah. usually, even in the skits, they're not all—they don't have their own character, um, their their background, or yeah, supporting, supporting players. Background. Yeah, exactly. but they're they're essential to make everything else. Work, oh, absolutely, think, aren't they? Yeah. And then sometimes you know they they'll just uh, their line may be the best line of the night. You know, maybe it'll be the best line of the skit, and maybe the best line of the whole yeah. show that night. And you know, it's how audiences re- react to to the joke or the the premise or the scenario. I so. think that I think there are folks in the world that understand teamwork, and there are folks in the world that can never understand teamwork. But when you see that come together, then it works. It works really well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got a lot of lot of uh, backtracking to do over fifty years. If you've only seen three episodes, we've got to get you <laughs> seeing some of these. Well, the well, great thing is about YouTube, you can go on and just watch a sketch now. Yeah. You don't have to watch the whole episode. Yeah, and I've done. You can I've get the that. cream of the crop. And, yeah, and I and I could sit here and ramble off just some that I just would just love to watch any given time that are just you know iconic and yeah, yeah it maybe goes back thirty years. Well, I have I have to say we've said it before, but I, I mean, I, and I don't mind talking about it but despite the fact that um, I've worked in American television now for 21 years I am probably probably one of the worst for actually not watching that much television I guess I, I you know I, I, I yes I do we all watch television but I'm not very good at um, it's a bit like my reading is exactly the same I will tend to read the same five authors over and over again and not expand my range of different writings and I'm the, pretty much the same with TV I will I, I immerse myself into a particular genre of TV but not expand out which is which is a failing of mine again especially when I say I work in I work in television but you know there we are well too I mean there's so much out there <laughs> so these days well yes yeah. well now they're yeah. to, to tap everything no you, you, you're absolutely right and, and again we may have we, we've certainly talked about it I'm not sure whether or not our gentle listener has been part of the conversation as well but now because of all the streaming services it's impossible to keep up with hey did you see you know show ABC yesterday no because I don't have Hulu I have Netflix or well it's you know if you don't have Netflix you don't have Hulu or you only have Amazon Prime and you don't have the others there are endless shows that might be fantastic but you never get a chance to see them yeah Exactly. Yeah. Now, I'll still, I'll, I'll always put uh, put it to record Saturday Night Live because, again, I don't stay up like I used to either. And the chances, and they always have that. You got to think the show starts at eleven thirty. It always has. Okay. And it goes to one. Of course, they're going to put their best stuff out at the eleven. You know, earlier in the show because they know they're losing listeners completely over that hour and a half. Right. And it's always it's always been that way. Usually, your best stuff's up front. And okay. The, the supporting skits that kind of made it into yeah. that, you know that that week's uh, plan or, or toward the end. And that classic opening of my limited experience of it, uh, the, I, I would describe in TV as the cold open, where yep. you're straight into a sketch and then, yep. and it's Saturday night. That, they've, that's been a staple from day one, has it? That's always been the way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I can't, I mean, this would be a good, good, go back and find out who, I think it was George Carlin was the first night or something like that yeah, okay can, it'd be funny to go back and i bet you just write up on youtube the very first moments of saturday Night live which i need to look that up and give that a try that'll be there for yeah. sure yeah but that's another the other point is you got to think too you have these these ensembles that work together and, and have been you know changed over the years but every week there's a guest host who's yes. in all these not all but in many of the sketches right so you're throwing in a variable each week and talk about luck of the draw i mean 
you may get someone that completely blows it out of the water. Yes. And you may get somebody that is just dreadful to work with, <laughs> has no comic timing whatsoever. And you can look all this uh, stuff up too and find out which ones, you know, generally on lists yeah. and stuff, which were horrible and which were. So that begs surprises. the question if you're putting the show together and you need to get this week's star booked, aren't folks aware that certain actors and actresses' famous names are likely to be absolutely terrible in that environment you'd think you'd think but they're hot right. you know they got a movie coming out yeah. they're a hot yeah. commodity right now well yeah I can and they see branch that. out pretty darn well it's not always an actor i mean it's been many times sports stars uh yeah you know, this past this past year they had elon musk i was just about to say you took the worst i was just thinking of odd characters elon musk yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah. and i like i thought he did a for for what he does you know it had nothing to do with the entertainment world i thought he did a good job did i liked could. his episode i yeah. thought he, i I enjoyed his quirkiness yeah. in, in, in the episode. And some, like I say, do just Peyton Manning was a really good, you know, he's, he's of course, you know, the quarterback, famed, famed quarterback. Um, and he did a really good episode. I really liked his. He's yeah. one of the best, I think, sports. But, but Peyton Manning, I mean, again, I, I, I talk like I know him. I, I don't know him at all, of course. But he seems to have a, a, a natural ease with the camera. Yes. I'm thinking of yeah, his ad- advertisements when you see him being interviewed. He's, he's, he's very at ease with the camera. Some folks, guys and gals, aren't at ease with the camera. And you've got to get, you've got to get over that for a start. And, um, you mentioned Elon Musk, and I'm, I'm thrilled to hear you say that Elon Musk did a good job. Because I can remember thinking at the time, Elon Musk, yeah, done amazing things in his business life. Sure, we're all aware of that. But how comfortable is he when, when, when the light, the little light on top of the camera glows red, and they say "go," yeah. I mean, you either you can either do it or you can't do it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think the the evening and everything kind of played to his quirkiness. Yes. And, and I think, yeah. I think it played yeah. well. So I'll, I'll give him that one. But yeah, there's some that are just you know, and and they will then they'll do uh, some of them are just musicians. Right. And and on a, on a fairly rare occasion, they'll do where. Not only are they the host, they're the musical guest. Yeah. Because they always have a musical guest, too. So you always have a guest host every week that's different, and you okay. have a musical guest. Okay. And they'll do two numbers, uh, two musical numbers during the evening. One, you know, kind of, I guess, one-third the way through, and the other one, maybe two-thirds the way through the So evening. if you're um, the guest host, if one is the guest host, let's put it that way, of next week's episode, and no, next week's uh, show, I, I'm probably answering my question or being naive in asking it, but... You have at maximum a week to yeah. rehearse. I, and I think I've heard this many times for people that have been interviewed about their time. I think they always start on Monday with yeah. initial meetings. Go and in they, always, and, yeah. they have a certain system that's been there for decades. Yeah. You know, Monday is the initial meetups and talk about you know writing right. and, and make sure you take pitching ideas donuts and coffee for the crew exactly that's one of those and then you just start breaking it down in, in in a very methodical way yeah as they go through the weekdays getting ready for uh saturday night and they say it they, must be huge it must be huge pressure it must be because all of the united states is watching that one performance as you say oh, at yeah. 11 30 and if it's live you've you've you know, I, I mean, I've done live TV, and um, there are two ways of looking at live TV. I mean, I'm not suggesting that the pressure or anything that the sportscasters are under is anywhere near what it must be like to do Saturday Night Live. But the saving grace of doing live TV, uh, from from my experience, that's all I can talk about, is you know, this again seems an obvious thing to say, you know there's not going to be a second take. And in some odd way, that relaxes you. It relaxes me because, and I, I, I know I can, Lee Diffie, David Hobbs, the same. Um, 
you know you've only got to get one chance at it. And so it seems to take away the pressure to a degree of the performance. Now I've seen I've seen this time and time again. If we are recording a piece, one of us will 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 get it wrong. I think oh yeah. well now we can stop. Oh, oh we can do it again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we can do it again now. That's not a problem because we, you can we can do it. But so, some of those recorded segments can take ten times as long because as soon as one person screws it up, the next person screws their line up and you have to do it again and again and again. Or somebody, somebody will say, oh, I wish I'd not said that happened in the 1990 Grand Prix when it was actually in the 91 Grand Prix. Well, if it's a live take, you you just got to roll with it. Yeah. You know, somebody will correct you on social media. That's just that's just TV for you. But yes, but, um, so that's live TV. I think it does it in a way, in a quirky way, it can relax the performers. They have but one go at it. If, whatever you do when the camera goes live, you've got you make yeah. sure it's right. And if it's not, roll with it and get over it. And there's something in probably some little corner of the back of your brain that says, okay, don't blurt out any obscenities. Mm. Don't do anything that's going to offend people. <laughs> there's something kind of keeping you in check, I guess, when you're live. I, I, like, su- going, I, I suppose so. But it is most definitely, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's very much a different animal, a whole different experience from being live to, to recording segments. Uh, but again, the pressure that that a guest host must be under for Saturday Night Live when they're not part of that cast week in, week out. So everybody is new to them, really. Yeah. Right. And they may be like keep picking on Elon. It could be anybody. But Elon Musk, in this case, uh, is most definitely not from the world of entertainment uh, to go on that show and make sure he gets it right when when the little light goes red it, it must be huge pressure oh, must absolutely. Be. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's kind of funny you, you mentioned the live tv i mean what little opportunities i've had to be on tv i have been on the local morning show okay like, two right. or three times and it's it's always live yeah so my experience has only been live i don't, yeah, I don't think i've go. ever been anywhere where i was recorded and 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 read other than you know us doing you know anything uh related to what we do but yeah um, we always you know do this and let it roll anyway i thought uh, yeah well <laughs> Yeah, but we do make mistakes during this one, don't we? But we just roll. But we just roll with it. You're right. Now I'm going to say the same thing happens to me when I record. Let's say if I'm working with Meekum and doing little 60 second hits on a particular car at a Meekum auction, and I love I love working with Meekum. They're a great bunch to work with, and they're very relaxed and very laid back. But I find if I can get that 60 second hit on a particular let's say it's a ferrari f40 it doesn't matter if i can get that hit on the ferrari f40 the first time that's that's how it should be 60 and i'm pretty good i don't know i don't know how but i'm i'm pretty good at timing myself that if if the producer directors need a minute i can get to within a couple of seconds just by i don't know how that happens but i'm i'm okay at doing that but if I do fluff something, I think, oh, I've got to do that again. I will find that I'll do it five times before I get it right again. Yeah. It's either the first time or it's six takes to get it right. Yeah, you've got it in your head now. It's exactly that. It is exactly that. Yes. Yes. Now, there's been plenty of times watching SNL where they've, you know, messed up or something. And the, the best ones are when one, when somebody gets cracked up. And yeah. they start losing it. Right. And it's infectious through everybody in the same scene. Yeah. And those have become actually some of the best, you know, things to go back and watch again. Uh, you know, and you think about it, it probably wasn't the best skit. And it's usually not one of the iconic 
repeated roles. You okay. know? It's not like it's the church lady or it's, uh, you know, samurai store owner with John, John, you know, John Belushi did and okay. stuff like that. It was, right. it'd just be some oddball one and then somebody would get, get to losing it for whatever reason. Yeah. And, but that's, that's happened numerous of times or, or a, 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 a faulty prop or something like that will mess up, you know, something yeah. like that. Yes, but those it is, are, it is live, so it's there for forever. What do they call that? Corpse him when you just can't you just can't continue on because you're so you know, you're laughing to yourself so much. But yeah, sometimes yeah, you have to work around those things. And that's I've I've had examples of that in live T V as well, particularly I mean I can think of a couple of occasions we're getting off Saturday Night Live, but just talking about live T V when uh, at NBC doing Formula One post race shows would be Lee Diffie, David Hobbs and me on set. And Lee would look over to me to, to, to try and, there's this little sort of unwritten code that when, in this case, when Lee wants to ask me a question, he will kind of look over to me while David is talking in the middle. And that'll be the cue to me. We're like, we don't need to use words or hand signals, but he'll come to me for the next question. But then the producer, the director will say, you know, wrap it up David we've only got 20 seconds to go and we've got to get another point in and, and, and David will just carry on as David does and then I'll look over to, to Lee and Lee will look over to me and you can see we're almost starting to you know almost starting to cry with laughter because David's just doing his thing uh-huh. but that's exactly the same thing you have to work around it you come and you, you, you find a way to work around it yeah yeah but I can imagine if you're on if you're on set particularly with a prop I mean if a prop breaks halfway through the skit what are you supposed to do yeah yeah your hand is played as they say yeah it's it's happened definitely definitely a few times on there yeah but But i've always i mean i've always enjoyed i've always enjoyed live tv as much as some folks don't like it and i get that but it's never really phased me even from the first first time i was on camera um i'm sure i like to believe i've got better over the years but uh it's never really phased me being on live tv but i know that some folks hate it and and many great actors and actresses of course we mentioned earlier on when you have the ability to do take after take after take during a movie um what's that great that i'm thinking of marilyn monroe i mean we know i know we're going back some years now marilyn monroe in some like it hot um i think her line was something like hey sugar or, or hey honey this is the line it's hey honey it's me sugar was the line from marilyn i think i think they were doing that for like two hours before she she could get this simple line out, you know, because she couldn't get it right, couldn't get it right, couldn't get it right. But of course, if it was live, it wouldn't be a live movie, obviously, but if it was a live show, you, whatever she says is what's going out to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with your comfort level on live TV, maybe Lauren is, is listening uh, to our podcast. Maybe he'll uh, book you in. Well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> they were... Boy, they'd be stuck for guests if they had to come over to us, wouldn't they? And say, okay, how about you two come and host for us? Oh, no, no, I'm in the mix too. <laughs> well, we're so. doing the podcast together. Well, yeah. like I, said, I did those, those three morning shows, so hey, I'm, I'm an old, I'm an old hat out. Yeah, now. yeah. But yeah, they really there's it's such a it's such an iconic. I guess there's really no other show that's been around for that length. It really reflects the America of that time. Yes. So you, it'd be interesting to watch them, you know, just all in sequence and stuff and just see, you know, how it reflects the world and stuff like that. And they, they definitely tackle in comedic way yeah. or their own way of bigger issues, you know. Sure. In, in the U.S. At, yeah. the at the time. Yeah. And again, a little like MTV, although over in England, I can never remember watching episodes of Saturday Night Live. 
we did have our different short-lived versions of it. I could tell that that's where the idea had come from, you know. And America did the same. They had multiples yes. try to emulate it. But uh, nothing has ever come close to the popularity and the long-lasting success of Saturday Night Live. Not in, again, and I'm far from expert in it, but um, from what you've told me, it seems like there's nothing, there's nothing to beat it. No, I think, you know, if you go back to the, I, I'm sure there's some these, the soap operas that have stayed, and then I think what Meet the Press, I think Meet the Press is okay. the single longest going show in but, TV But in, in that genre but of, to, yeah. to have anything that stayed in its essential time slot and been there through generations yeah. now. And, yeah. and, and there's no sign of ever ever slowing or stopping. No, and, and, and to go back full circle to where we started this conversation, I'm sure that's the same reason why shows, long-running shows, the anime, I mean, The, the Simpsons has got to be the classic example. Um, it, I mean, that, that, that's the same thing where, to me, it can go through waves of some episodes are far more amusing than other episodes, but there is always something to talk about. You can always make a show based on what's happened yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, and it's most certainly the case with, uh, in more recent years, with Family Guy. I mean, they're, they're very good at picking up on popular culture references from well, over South Park, last too. week. South Park. And South Park. South Park will turn, yeah. I mean, they, they seem, they, I, I swear one time I watched an episode, you know, they were Wednesday, Wednesday night, and they already had it in there, something that happened the day before. Because they use it, I mean, animation is so basic that probably within the day before it aired, they were able to put it in the show. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, my understanding of of South Park is that, uh, and again, I'm far from experts on this, but I always, I know a little bit about most things, but not very much about anything, is I think the South Park animation is now all computer driven. Uh, although it still looks like it's handcrafted, yeah, it's like uh, kind of a construction. Yeah, paper. but I, I, th- I think computer technology now does that for them, oh, so sure that must right. make it far easier. But I mean, you still, you're still up against the clock in terms of the logistics of turning the show around. Yeah, right. I so mean, it has to be in the can to be brought. Yeah, you've, yeah, you've got to hand it from A to B to C to D to get it on air. Nevertheless, you know, yeah. it's got to be. Uh, you come up with the with the animation. Then you've got to do the the voiceover. You've got to get that correct. Then you've got to blend those two together. It's got to be whatever else other procedures of getting the show together. Then it's got to end up at the at the network. And as you said, then it's got to go on air. Yeah. You know, you're right. So being able to turn those things around very quickly is a, is a, is is in itself a brilliant skill. But you're right. I I, I hadn't mentioned South Park, but they are another classic example of. Pop culture never goes out of style. There's yeah. always something to talk about. Yeah. yeah. A new topic each week, and we never know what it's going to be or whatever. And yeah. Like I say, you throw, especially with SNL, you throw an election year in the mix, and my gosh, <laughs> it, can yeah. get, it can get wild. Well, that was, that was fascinating because, um, again, I always enjoy our conversations because I always end up learning something. Well, good. And uh, Then I've done my purpose. My, my work here is done. My work here is done. <laughs> That's right. Um, but many great names have come out of Saturday Night Live and gone on to bigger and better things, which is proof of the pudding, as they say. It works. But yeah, I, I, I like that idea. I like to believe that anyway, that uh, what makes that show a great success in its high periods of great success is teamwork. I think that's a, that's a cool thing. I think that is. When a team works in the right direction, it's a great thing to see. Yeah. Well, we better bring this episode to a close, haven't we? I think so. Gentle listener, I hope you enjoyed that. I enjoyed that very much, Kevin. And um, we'll see you all again on another episode of Matchet and the Other Guy. Bye for now. Bye for now.